Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, what up? Coach Leibs here with episode four of Coach Talk. Uh, this will be a brief episode as far as the Don Bosco update goes. Uh, you know, not much to update you guys on. Uh, something that's that's a tradition at Don Bosco is Wednesday practices, which is two days before the game is a day that they've always called uh, Day of X or Day of Execution. And we kind of, we we set up the scout team, but it's much, uh, it's more team periods and more game-like situations. So we'll go, uh, you know, 10 plays of offense and then go to punt. And then the defense will come on for 10 plays against the scout look. And then we'll go, you know, to kick return. And then, uh, you know, the offense will come on for another 10 plays against the scout look. And, And the the uh, point of it and the goal of the day is to be perfect and execute your job perfectly. It's by no means a walkthrough. It's it's full speed. Um, you know what we call usually thud tempo, meaning that it's it's you know everything's live up front, and then you know there's you want to keep everyone up off the ground. You don't want people rolling around, and then defenders are told to you know kind of thud and fit up fit up the ball carrier. Uh, and, and when the ball's in the air to avoid injury, it's a day where we let the offense catch the ball. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a, I love what we do with that, the day of X, uh, because by, by Wednesday, you know, you have the first, second and third down game plan in, you got the red zone game plan in, everyone kind of knows what the plan of attack is to win the game. Uh, and then, you know, Wednesday's a day where you go out and then you clean up all the details, you've corrected everything on film and, and now let's go execute at a high level and really feel good about, about, you know, our, our plan headed into the game. And now Thursday, the day before the game is a walkthrough where we'll run, you know, 40, 50 plays on both sides of the ball um, and and just walk through the looks we're expecting, where we should be going to the ball, where we should be going with the ball versus each look, how to run our routes versus each look, what the coverage indicators are, obviously all the blocking schemes up front. Um, and, and, you know, and, and then we roll and, and it's really just a, a strong mental day today. Uh, an interesting thing about high school versus college is in high school you have you know, we have seven, eight guys who play both ways. So with the walkthrough, the first half, let's say it's defensive emphasis, then those seven, eight guys will go with the defense and, uh, you know, and we won't have them. Like, well, they're starters on our offense. We don't have for the first part of it. And for the second half of the walkthrough, they'll come and we'll have our full offense together. So that's definitely been an interesting uh, difference coaching in high school is there'll be times where I have a receiver who's also our starting cornerback right now. He's our starting receiver as well. And, you know, there are times where I don't have him in India. I don't have him for the first part of a team period 
because he needs to be over with the defense and all of our personnel groups change. Uh, you know, someone will be getting that rep that likely won't be doing that in the game and he's getting less reps and him and I need to spend extra time together to make sure he's on point because the last thing I'm going to do is, you know, he's trying to get recruited and play college football and also he's the best, you know, he's our starting receiver. He's going to help us win. So the last thing I'm going to do is let that be a hindrance to what we can do with the kid and, and how he's going to execute. So we have to spend a lot of extra time together making sure we're on the same page. Um, but definitely, definitely a huge difference. High school versus college is dealing with kids who play both ways. In college, you, you basically never ever see that. Um, and, you know, it's definitely been a, an adjustment. I wouldn't say it's really been much of a challenge because we've been on top of it and we, we've we've been fine, you know, getting him ready and the other guys at other positions ready. But it's definitely a, a huge difference and something you have to consider, you know, extra meeting times with the kid and all that. Uh, but we got a walkthrough today. going to be a good mental day. Hopefully the kids come come locked in. Um, and, you know, I, f- I feel good and, and ready to go. Um, on a sideline hustle note, uh, really exciting news yesterday. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V on social media. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. If not, I'm not going to spend much time, uh, you know, talking about who he is because this is irrelevant to you guys. But those of you guys who know him, know he's a huge social media influencer, uh, businessman, entrepreneur, puts out a lot of business advice uh, and a lot of content on social media. And he's been extremely influential for me, kind of just just my business models and strategies of how to grow the sideline hustle a lot of it has been built on the backbone of of his advice and he followed us on twitter yesterday he's a huge jets fan and so i tagged him in the sam darnold teach tape that i made yesterday and he uh he followed us on twitter and of all the nfl guys all the kind of famous influencers that have followed us i think i was most excited about him just because of how much he's helped me through his podcast through his books that i've read uh kind of strategize for how to build the sideline hustle so that was really exciting news on, on a personal note. Uh, Laquan Treadwell, the former Ole Miss receiver, and now on the Vikings, he followed us a couple days ago on, on Instagram as well. So it's been cool to see some some notable figures kind of taking note of, of the sideline hustle and, and consuming our content. Really, really, really cool stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the other thing I was I was kind of thinking about a little bit is is coaching in buzzwords briefly. Just, just you know, Greg Schiano came and talked to us at Bosco in the offseason uh, he was recruiting some of our kids and, and talk defense with us. And he was talking about how players can only react in game speed if you coach in buzzwords. They can't think in sentences on the field. You you got to find uh, concise ways to to communicate with your players uh, in, in a way that is, you know, two to three words and really like paints a picture in their head for what to do. For example, you guys hear me talk all the time about eat up space. Right, eat up space means a lot for receivers. Like it means a get on the defender's toes, like run up to him, close the space, make sure there's there's no space between you and him before you break on your release or your route. But also like it means you know attack his short arm, which is you know if he's inside leverage, you want to attack him further inside to move him that way. And eat up space kind of means all those different concepts. Um, you know, get on his toes is another one. Um, different hand combats. You know, rip. Uh, wipers you know all all those things there's all these little buzzwords and it's been a a, really a thing i've learned at the highest level of college football that those coaches what separates division one nfl coaches from i think other coaches they are master communicators and and for example greg shiano uses uh, a stunt called noah and nose over a nose to the a gap noah and that's just you know one word that paints a picture in your head and really means something and i think that that some of the greatest coaches have figured out the most efficient ways 
uh, to communicate with their players without speaking in sentences. They speak in buzzwords, and and you know that that allows players to think clearly. They're at the line of scrimmage. You know, again, I always talk about how are you talking yourself at the line of scrimmage before the play snapped. Well, you better be talking to yourself in buzzwords because you don't, you don't have enough time to to talk to yourself in paragraphs about what your plan is going to be. It better be you know a few simple phrases that that paint a picture and give you a strategy and let you go play fast. So I, I always thought that was interesting. Something I'll, I'll talk about more. Uh, in 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 future podcasts, when I was just kind of brainstorming what I wanted to address in in the coach talk episode, I don't normally plan this out very much. I kind of just go off the cuff and, and let it rock. But I, you know, it was, it was, it's something interesting. I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on coaching and buzzwords. What other examples you have of of being concise with your communication? Um, all right. Before we're done, on to the Q and A. Uh, we have my man Nolan on YouTube. He asked a question: uh, What is the best way to balance your leadership? by being able to inspire and push the team without stepping on the coach's toes and making him frustrated by taking away from his moment? I thought that was a very interesting question and uh, a little concerning on the coach's part, to be honest. Like, one of the one of the worst parts about football in general, to me, and coaching, is coaches who have egos and coaches who try to make it about themselves. And I think that with all the money that the high-level coaches are being paid nowadays, uh, that tends to to show up more and more and more where there are less coaches coaching the game of football to help kids lives, help kids improve, uh, you know, help be role models to kids and be there to, to, to give, you know, kids and young players and even the NFL, give them the foundations for success in their life and teach them values that are going to help them the rest of their life. Like, you know, I, that's why I started coaching is to influence kids and, and, and be a role model to kids. And I just thought football is such a bl- great platform to do that. But you know, this sounds like this is a coach with, with an ego, like taking away from his moment, I would be so fired up. I don't care if, if a player, you know, a player trying to motivate the team and, and lead the team. You know, I might, I'll coach him on how to lead the team. Hey, you know, so and so, I didn't, I didn't love the way you you addressed, you know, this kid the other day when you got after him. I think you need to be more positive, or or hey, hey, next time, you know, next time our boys aren't giving effort, you better rip them. Like I'll, I'll kind of coach our captains, our leaders on how to lead the team. But the last thing I would ever want to do is is take that away from a kid and, and try to. But he's stepping on my toes and taking away from my moment. This isn't about me. It ain't my moment. This is this is the player's moment. It's your team as a player. You're the one who has to go out there on Saturdays or Fridays whenever you play and and go make the plays and go win the game for us and execute the game plan. So you know that, that's very curious. But what I would tell you, Nolan, is is you know just just I guess pick and choose your times. If it's if it's the coach's time to talk and it's and 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 he's motivating the players and and he's the one kind of being vocal, then, then give him that and find other ways to lead. You'll, you you spend more time with your teammates than he does, so you can lead kids in the locker room. You can lead t- kids in between periods by just t- putting your arm around them and talking to them, you know, frankly and, and being real with them. So I think that's uh, that's a good way to lead them and just find other pockets to lead these kids and it doesn't have to necessarily be out loud and screaming and, and all that stuff. Um, but, you know, interesting take there. I would say keep doing what you're doing and, and just just have a real conversation with your coach as well and see see what he wants you to do and what, how you can be better for him. Um, all right, that's all I got. This is Coach Liebs, episode four of Coach Talk. Peace. Reach. Hold up.
brother, let me get this thing straight Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape I just went and put another beat inside a pine box I just went and took another trip way out to Biscay I love Miami cause they always treat me so well They used to see me nowhere I used to pull them by saying I run for the team Now they running their hands through my head They used to never want to see my town I got them coming to the east side now In the city where I reside now When they move a little weight, let the D-line Now, run a track or run it back Gotta keep it moving, never run it back We running the game and they running laps That's another story for another track See, from the sidelines We gotta hustle cause we gotta eat From the sidelines We got some goals that we still gotta reach Yeah Stop. 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 Stop.